Hi, everybody, and welcome to Design and Style, a podcast for designers by designers. And I'm your host, Rachel Moriarty, and my co-host is... Dixie Willard. (laughs) This is episode two, and today we thought we would talk about something that Dixie and I both call design work sessions. Yes. Yay! If you haven't heard about that before, it may be because you are still calling them consultations. Yes. And funnily enough, Dixie and I both um, come out of the furniture industry in some capacity. We both worked for um, Ethan Allen. I've worked for another one as well. And I can tell you that a lot of clients, when you say initial consultation or in-home consultation, they have been trained to think that that is a free service that you offer. That works in the furniture industry because you, the, the company is making money on the sale of the furniture. So you getting into their house is the first step to them purchasing. So that's why that works in that model. But when you are a solo entrepreneur or solo design firm or a design firm period, I would say, um, your time is, you know, is a really, really precious resource. So Dixie and I have reframed the consultation and we've been calling it for about six months now we switched. I can't remember when we started exactly. Yeah, it, it was it was sort of um, a test and pivot thing. Um, we started calling them design work sessions. And when you have the word work in your consultation, they know that you're there to work. You're not there to just go in, say hi, uh, you know, look around, um, whatever, you know, and then leave and then they don't pay. Um, When I go to a design work session, I treat it like that may be the last time I ever see that client. I want want to give them value. I give them everything that I have in that appointment. Um, And I feel okay. I I personally charge for my appointments um, per session. Uh, They go about... 90 minutes between, especially if it's the first time and I'm just meeting them and there's some, you know, little niceties there between an hour and 90 minutes. What about you, Dixie? How do you do your My work sessions, and I do an initial consultation before I do a work session typically, uh, which the initial consultation, when we first talk, it's coffee with me and they have to pay for that too. Um, But for an actual work session, it's typically a two hour block of time and they have to pay. I don't show up if they haven't already paid me. Brilliant. Brilliant. So that is something in the industry that's different from design firm to design firm. Um, I think time is money. And if you were there, I've done it where I, I didn't charge, where it was just my initial step where they were a, like a, what you would call a prospect. Um, And I didn't feel right. It never really sat right with me. I felt like I couldn't, like if I was flowing and I had all these ideas, I felt like I would pull back on those ideas a little bit. And everybody's process is a little bit different. But when the muse shows up in my world and in my head, I have to, I have to let her go because, um, sometimes I want her to come and she doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> it's not being a designer is not like um, working in an office and doing data entry where you can come in sick and you can come in, you know, with lack of sleep and all that stuff. And, and still do perform at you know a decent level when you're creative it doesn't work like that so well and I don't know about you but for me there are times when I will wake up out of a dead sleep with this brilliant idea and I cannot go back to sleep until I go and do something about it and that yeah that's not a nine to five sort of thing that's a 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. kind of thing so. Exactly. Exactly. So um, that's what we do in our, that's one thing that's similar that we do in our firm. So you kind of do like a discovery, what I call a discovery session, which for me is a phone call. Because, um, you know, I don't like to get up and get dressed and leave that often. I know you're out networking a little bit more in person than I am. Right. But um, I call that. So it's, and that's just a, to show you, you know, do it however it resonates with you. You know, I will hop on a call like this, like we're doing right now on Zoom for anybody that's just listening to audio. Uh, Dixie and I are on what we call, or what we call, we don't call it, Zoom calls it Zoom. Uh, it's a video conferencing. Um, I will FaceTime, Skype, however uh, works for the client. Um, or even a phone call just to get that initial discovery call to see if I'm even a good fit, if their project is a good fit for me, you know, something that I do, um, if I can service them. Oh, that didn't stop. Whoops, maybe welcome not that. To, welcome to design and style, everyone. <laughs> Full service design. So I also do, um, people call me and I'll answer the phone and talk. You answer the phone when people phone. call you? I actually don't. So anybody listening, do not call me because I will not answer your phone call. Well, there are restrictions to when I will answer the phone. But if somebody calls me, I'm happy to chat with them over the phone for just a little bit. But I like the, the interaction, actually getting to meet the people. And really, any excuse to get to have coffee for yes. me is awesome. So I make sure, though, that I only have certain days that I'm out of the office doing that. I'm not going to schedule a conference consultation like that just whenever I'm it's got to be within certain hours just because otherwise you will find yourself driving all over kingdom come every single day and not getting paid what you're worth for it is that where you live in kingdom come mm -hmm. <laughs> also known as east tennessee <laughs> <laughs> well i actually there is a lot of driving here though because it can be a short distance, but because the roads are so winding, it, it can take you a lot longer to get somewhere. You look at how many miles it is. You're like, no problem. Yeah. No oh, problem. it takes, it takes quite a while. So yeah, I'm not going to go drive 20 minutes away to have coffee with somebody. Cause I have to, I live in the middle of nowhere. I do have to drive 20 minutes to have coffee with somebody. Yeah. I try and schedule them on certain days of the week when I'm already out and then it's, it's not taking me extra time. Right. Right. So I think if, uh, if you're coming into the design, even if you're already in the, uh, design industry and you're doing the free consultations, but you find yourself frustrated. I feel like I was frustrated. I feel like I wasn't closing, um, sales that way. Well, yeah, because you're, you're holding back because you don't want to tell them something that then you've given away. You want to get paid for your time and your energy and your creativity. 
And if you're holding back, it's just not going to be the same vibe as if you're feeling free to just do whatever you need to do. I feel like also I had a lot of tire kickers and I feel like I was attracting a client that, um, kind of wanted free, like, Mm -hmm. like it didn't, it didn't go from free to paid, you know, it was just like, it would go from free to radio silent. (laughs) No, no, is this thing on? (laughs) Come in Tokyo, do you read? Um, Yeah, seriously, I felt like there was no like close ratio. Um, Once I have a design, once I, and I post my design work sessions on my website with my pricing. Um, I actually put all of my starting prices on my website, which is a big controversy in the design industry as well. You have to figure out what works for you. Um, I, I felt like it was, it's a way for me to sort of, uh, how do you, how do you say it's like separate the tire kickers from people who are ready to get to work. Mm-hmm. Cause you want the people who are serious, not the people who just want hey, come and tell me what to do. You can tell me what to do in like 20 minutes, right? I don't really need to hire you. I can just pick your, pick your pick brain. Pick your brain. Oh my God. You and not ever. Oh. I will unfriend you if you ever say pick your brain. <laughs> and that goes for des- other designers too. I have other designers private messaging me all the time to try to pick my brain. There's got to be a new better saying. It's just, you know, I'm such an energy person and the energy about someone picking my brain is just about bouncing ideas off of you. Is that okay? Oh, that's terrible. (laughs) Terrible. That's horrible. Collaboration though is okay. Collaboration. I love collaborate. I actually love collaboration. That's like a love language world word for me. This sounds so much better. We're going to work together instead of, I'm just going to steal what's in your head here. Let me just, you know, dig in and see what I can find. Well, you know, it's collab now. Like that's what all the cool, I noticed like all the cool bloggers and they collab. Yeah. I'm glad I have you because I am like the the least knowledgeable person in the world when it comes to this stuff. We're collabing here on design and style. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So. That was topic number one was to to charge or not to charge. We do have topics here on design and style. We are just feeling our way through it. Um, We even write them down and discuss them ahead of time. We do. And then we just go completely off the rails, but that's okay. Um, The next one is don't give away the farm. Why did we say that? Because I give away the farm and they're paying me. If, if they're paying you, absolutely. But if you're not going to charge for a consultation or a work right. session, don't start telling them all of your ideas. Because that was the thing that would, when I was in the furniture industry, it drove me nuts the most. You would work so hard to come up with this beautiful design for a couple. And really, they would just take what you gave them and go somewhere else. They wouldn't buy anything from you. You didn't get yeah. a commission for it. You just yes. worked for free. Yes. Yes, and went into a deficit. Yes. Oh. <laughs> not fun. I have been there. I have done that. It is not fun. And then you have to earn more the next month to try and recover from it. So Yes, get out of the hole. So that is one of the things, though. I mean, 
when I, when I started charging, I would just literally say, you know, I may not see, I, and it may have been the clients training me from the free consults. I, I would go in thinking like, I may not see this person and they're paying me and I better give them some good value. And so, um, that's what, that's one of the things, that's what I mean by I give away the farm. I may not see, I, and I want them, I want to feel like they got their money's worth. Um, in these work sessions. So I just, you know, I give as freely and as much as possible in that small amount of time. I do not mind if they take that and run with it. Like that is totally fine with me. Um, some have, and then what happens is they usually will call me back at some point because this is the thing. They wouldn't have called you if they could fully execute a project on their own. Yep. There's going to be some point in the design process that they're going to get stuck. And they may not be the type of person that can hire you for full service, you know, soup to nuts, whatever. However, do you say that? The soup After to nuts? That. I said that. Okay. <laughs> I don't think we say that in California. I think I just made that up. Um, but... Sorry about the long pause, listeners. You have to work while the muse is working with you. Otherwise, you have long pauses and you get long. You have long pauses. And Eve, that's not great for a podcast. Not great for a podcast. So when you're working with them and giving them freely, what happens if you do get stuck? That was actually... The, it's the perfect tie-in. See, you were doing it on purpose. I was. That was the perfect segue. Um, if you do get stuck... So this is what I do. I am so cool now because if you get to know me a little bit, you'll know that I wouldn't say I'm airy fairy because I think I'm pretty grounded, but I am very, um, I don't know. I'm very flowy. I think, I think you could tell that I've just got this creative self-expressing personality. And for me, when I, when the words come out, you know, the muse just hasn't shown up or the muse isn't showing up or nice stuff like that. People like, yeah, okay. Like they totally, like that sounds totally normal coming out of my mouth. You know, they, they're not surprised by it. Um, and when the muse doesn't show up, I don't panic. I used to panic. I used to look like a deer in the headlights, like, oh my gosh, please God. And just be praying in the background, you know, please, please, please let me come up with an idea. Cause I was so blocked, so stuck. I had nothing. Um, I've done enough projects, I've done it enough years where I know that sometimes that happens. And I will tell the client right then and there, we will continue with that allotted amount of time. We will keep going, we'll keep going. I will take notes and notes and notes. And I will let the client know, I don't have the answer right now. It hasn't come to me. I will not make stuff up. That is one thing I will not do. I do not give you know what I mean? I'm not going to make something yeah. up on the fly just to make, to make it like to fill space or mm -hmm. something like that. Um, I always let the client know. And cause this is the truth. As soon as I get in my car and start backing out the driveway, something happens in my brain and it opens up and then all these ideas start flooding. And I've said to these ideas to the muse, I've said, couldn't you have like, 
come like 10 minutes earlier. I, you could, I could have really impressed my client. Where were you? Where were you when I needed you? You know, in the house with the client. And I tell the clients this and they know, they know. I mean, they can feel it in their body. I'm telling them the truth. I'm telling them this from experience that I've never walked into a project and said, oh, got nothing with this one. Sorry. This is the first you know, time in 25 years that I don't have a solution. It doesn't happen. And so I can confidently tell them, you know what? It's going to come to me when it does. I'm going to get back to you and we're going to finish this and you're going to get all the value that you should, that you deserve from this session. And I'm kind of on the opposite side of that. I tell people before we even meet, I'm not going to have all the answers for you. I'm going to have to send you all of my ideas written down because I'm, I know you're going to be shocked. Okay. I like to analyze things. I'm sure you haven't figured that out about me. Um, So the engineer in me loves to analyze things and make sure that I've looked at every possible angle and then I'm ready to do it. I, I, I don't flow. I'm very linear thinking when it comes to things like that. And so I just, I just tell people up front and it, it relieved so much pressure for me just because I don't have to feel like I, I'm never going to be like a designer on HGTV where you walk in and, oh, let's do this and let's do that and we'll take out that wall and extend this and no. no let's just get honestly, real. Let's just get real about that for the client, for anyone who's listening. It doesn't work like that anyway. No. So if you've been on a production of anything, there's hours and hours of work that went into that, you know, five minute scene of Joanna Gaines going in and saying she's going to knock out this wall. It's not like she just walked in the place and it all, you know, perfectly visioned out. Nope. It's, it's not an automatic thing for any of us. And I, I know that I don't flow like Rachel does. And so I just, it's just so much easier to say, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to have to think about that because I do have times when we start flowing and then they'll ask a question that's not quite what I expect. Or even honestly, even when I am flowing, I still want to go back and think about it because they say, well, what do you think? Do you think that we should move this here? And I think, yeah, that, I think that would work, but do you really, I do. I say, let me make sure I want to double check. I like to double check everything. I love this conversation. And I'll sit there. I can, I can totally picture in my head, you know, I can walk through a space, even if it's just a drawing, you know, it can just be the floor plans. I can walk through the space in my head, but I still feel the need to go back and check to see, make sure everything's precise and perfect. And that's why I don't like to do some of the Fluffiness? Uh, what, what did our friend call it? Fluffin' stuff? Fluffin' stuff? I love that. <laughs> Fluffin' stuff. stuff doesn't quite fit me because I'm going to sit there and rearrange it until the cows come home. Right. Oh my gosh. I love this conversation. I love hearing that. And I actually think, even though I am flowy, I think that would help me to just say that up front. The muse might even like that herself, mm-hmm. <laughs> not feel the pressure. <laughs> My muse really appreciates it (laughs) because then, you know, if, if she does decide to wake me up at two o'clock in the morning, it's not a big deal because I just go and get it done then. And 
yes. I'm happy. It just flows. And I'm, I'm usually much, much happier with the results than if I've gone ahead with, and I don't know about you, but you probably don't. If I don't stop myself and say, Hey, I'm going to need to think about this. I will find myself going along with ideas that the client has that may not be in their best interest. So I can get caught up in their excitement and then I go home and I think about it and I think, that's a terrible idea. Oh, we can't do that. And then, and then you have to go back and tell them that, which is, you don't want to have to be in that position. Right, right. I love that. So let me just ask you while we're on this subject of, so when you're in a space doing these design, your does your mind actually render? Yeah. Mine does too. That's what I always wondered about other people. So my mind, if you don't know what rendering means, it means um, like when you do watch HGTV and then you say you're watching Property Brothers and then the furniture drops in from the floor and the walls go up and this wall comes down and you know, and they do all those cool sound effects with it. That's what my brain does. And it does it with every, almost everything they say. So I'll be in the room and I'm starting to come up with a, an idea. Like it's starting to form in my, I can actually start seeing it. Mm -hmm. And then, and then they'll be like, Oh, you know, I really was thinking of a blue sofa and a blue sofa will drop in, but it, you know, but in, maybe I'm picturing this velvet like Chesterfield, but the, I, I don't like velvet. And then that one switches out and this, <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's funny because everything they say starts forming these different ideas. Mm -hmm. And so, and it's a blessing and a curse because I was at uh, a consultation recently where they had so many things that were unknowns. So they were like, what color should we do here? But we may change it in a year. So it's going to have to be something that goes now and goes in the future. And, you know, and they kept having this. They were so wishy-washy about committing to something right now that I, I'm not surprised smoke didn't come out of my brain. Like it was working so hard <laughs> trying to keep up with, you know, what they were saying they wanted, plus these unknowns out there, you know, and I finally came home and then I, I just, I did, I, the, the smoke came out and I said, you know, I'm going to, you gave me a lot to think about. <laughs> and I had to call them and say, um, you know, and I did explain a little bit about how my brain renders. And, mm -hmm. and I said, and I got to be honest with you. I said, it's stuck. It's stuck because you are trying to, uh, you're asking a little bit too much of me. You know what I mean? And yeah. so I said, you're going to have to commit to these three things before I can come up with a plan for you. And you, if you change the color in a year, then we're just getting, you just have to come back and I have to make it work with what we we're doing now. So, but that's what we're here for too, is to come up with that long-term plan to deal with all that stuff. So it works and, out perfectly when you tell them, Hey, we need to do it like this. And that's for those where of you they, can't see, I'm gesturing different steps. <laughs> And that's where they, that's where our value is for them. I mean, we give them peace of mind. I mean, what can you yes. pay? They are spinning, they're spiraling. And the reason it's hard for me, because I do pick up on people's energy. So when they start going down the rabbit hole, I'm, I kind of energetically start like tunneling with them a little bit. But when I can get myself out of there, 
I'm cool to call them and say, you know, this is how we're going to move forward. I'm going to get you through this messy middle. You hired me to get you through. You started here. You got stuck. And I'm going to get you all the way, you know, through the end. And it just, all of a sudden, you just feel pressure off of them. You feel like they suddenly are okay to make decisions because they, they don't feel like they're going to make mistakes anymore or, you know what I mean? Or, mm -hmm. or there's nothing that can't be fixed or, you know, you just start reassuring them along the way. And um, yeah, so I think peace of mind is something, I don't know how we went down that rabbit hole because we're out of the initial design <laughs> session. We need to put our hands out to the side and our feet out and stop spiraling down that rabbit hole. We do. Let's I just, just stop you right started here. describing it and that was the image in my head, but you know, they're going down the rabbit hole pulling you and you just have to go, stop. <laughs> We're doing like a an X with our body for just podcast listeners only. <laughs> See, this is why you need video because the really fun stuff is visual. Exactly. If you are listening to this on a, on a podcast app, you need to go to our website. Can you tell them the website, Dixie? The website is designandstyle.club. And it is not .com, it is .club, like the place where you go to party. Exactly, because that's what this place is all about. That's what we're all about, right, Dix? Exactly. So... I think that's our point. So let's just recap really quick. To charge or not to charge, you and I both believe in charging. We will do free, uh, I do free discovery calls, you do free uh, coffee consults, mini coffee consults. Um, they have to buy me coffee. I'm not, I won't go for free. I did have a service called Buy My Coffee before. See? Yeah. Yeah. For anybody out there, you can do a service called Buy Me Coffee, and you can tell them it's going to be the most expensive cup of coffee you ever bought. But it'll be so worth it. So worth it. So worth it. Um, don't give away the farm with these free consults. Don't give away your, you know, you are valuable. Your time is valuable. Your ideas are valuable. Uh, don't give them away. Charge, charge, charge. And not like, you know, we're not like talking about a lot of money here. I mean, we are talking about giving good value. Right. For a couple hundred dollars, you know. Exactly. So, um, and it's okay to say you have to think. It's totally natural. It's normal. It's part of the create, creative process. If you, you know, talk to other designers, they'll tell you too. They get stuck. Sometimes we are a deer in the headlights. It happens. The muse doesn't show up. Be totally transparent with your clients. Come up with a way so that they know this is par for the course. No big deal. You're going to let them know. You're going to come up with a solution. You're full of them. They're just not there right now. Um, and, you know, if you are new to the design industry and you're into it and passionate about it because you love what you watch on HGTV, H, that's how I got in originally back in the early 2000s, um, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that, but don't feel like you have to do things like they do on TV. That's a very, very produced um, show. It highly produced. It happens over months of time and um, don't feel like you have to be just like the designers when they walk into a project. They've, there's already so much work that's gone into making that scene exactly. that um, don't, don't compare yourself to that. Come up with your own process, something that's, you know, people are going to know if you're trying to fake it. I mean, fake yeah. it till you make it. Yeah, there's, there, there's that. But, you know, don't be all wimpy when you go in there and be like, I don't know. 
you know, but you, gotta um, be you and the only way you. the only way you can be comfortable is when you're yourself. If you're pretending to be someone completely different, it's going to be obvious that you don't know what you're doing. I should try to be you in my next consultation. Oh my gosh. I, I was just thinking if I tried to be you, you would have to use your arms a lot more because <laughs> I could do that. But it would also mean those bookcases are going to come and attack me. So I think maybe we should just be who we really are. Exactly. You know, and I think that ends it for today. Right? I think so. This has been Design and Style. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. -bye.